Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Team Preacher. Excited to see everybody this week. Um, today we're not doing recording. We're just doing a bit of a, we're just doing auto, and uh, we're going. <laughs> I think I said that wrong. But all right, so I'll get to the point. We're doing. I'm doing something different. I know. I said we. You probably heard that. So we're having. We have three friends here. Um, three close friends. I got three brothers here, and uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Some other team preachers. All right, my phone's not dying on me. And uh, I'll let them talk. So I'll go number one, number two, number three. We'll just keep going. Alrighty. Start. I'm Isaiah. I try to study my Bible every day, keep it going. I try to find truths. Sometimes I find truths that later on I find out wasn't the right truth, that mm. it wasn't what I needed to be studying. And I just want to try to keep going. And I'm glad to have brothers here that I can talk to and figure out if what I'm studying is correct and see what their view on some of these things are. So that's always nice. I am Caleb. Uh, I am the brother of Elijah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's no, it's edit fine. it out. No, it's fine. Keep no. going. Keep going. I'm Caleb. I tried to study my brother Bible. <laughs> Your Bible brother? <laughs> I try to study my Bible every day. That's good. I'm just going to let it go to Landon. All right, go to Landon. I'm Landon, and the Lord's called me to preach, and I do study my Bible every day. Not not like these sinners over here, but (laughs) no, I'm kidding. But yeah, I study my Bible every day. I just, the Lord called me to be a pastor, so I'm going to do what he called me to do. Elijah. All right. Basically. You just quoted my name. That was the first time my name's been mentioned. Oh, well, it doesn't I did matter. It. I did. Oh, you did? Oh, really? Okay, so never mind. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, I'm, I guess I, I held names from this and just for protection, but because I'm going on to, I think this one's just going to be for podcast, maybe. I might have it on YouTube. We'll do names. Yeah, my name is Elijah, and I'm as well called the pastor. And, uh, we're just gonna today. We're just gonna do a bit of a Bible study, and as Caleb, my brother Caleb said, he is my brother by blood, but we're all brothers in Christ here. And I thought we could all. I've been trying to get all of us to come together and to preach the Word of God and just to speak about the Bible. Well, he just said something fun. there. Um, Bible by blood, brother by blood. Sorry. Yes, brother. We're all technically brothers by blood from oh, yeah. Jesus's. Oh, yeah. That is right. Good point. Yeah, good point. Also, we're family. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. also, so we're also all like we have probably similar blood in some way yeah. down yep. this line. Yeah, since we're family, so we won't talk too much about that. <laughs> all right. So we are. I'm. I don't know if I'm going to call this. We are the knights of the coffee table. You know, there are knights of the round table, but since we are kids and we haven't, we don't have a round table. I imagine we are knights of the coffee table. So we have four chairs surrounding a coffee table, a black coffee table with the phone on top recording it. So hopefully everybody can hear us well. And Isaiah and me have these nice comfy seats with uh, Landon has probably even comfier seat, a game chair, and then Caleb has a uh, Yamaha piano bench. Piano (laughs) bench. There we go. Yeah. We uh, voted on the seats. No, I'm kidding. We drew (laughs) straws for each seat. I'm kidding. So we we can get. I usually start us in some prayer. Who wants to pray first? I usually pray every time. So I'll pray. You'll pray. All right, land one and start some prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you that we are here 
recording this podcast, Lord, for you, so people can learn about you and they can listen and just help us as we go through this. And in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. All right, that was my watch. I'll turn that off now. Oh, never mind. All right, so it's still recording. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Wonder why is it white now? Huh. Kayla, what did you do? No, no it pro- turned off, and then it turned. This is probably gonna be longer than because now I have people to talk to instead of myself. On so it's probably gonna be yeah. a little longer than usual. So, what do you guys want to talk about first? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I like the passage in Second Peter. Second Peter. Yep. Chapter number one. Chapter number one. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like when you were. Trying to think, I was like, you do have your passage open to first Peter, you said? Second Peter. Peter. Second I might have said first Peter. Peter yeah, you did say second Peter. Peter. I was like, huh, I thought it was in second Peter. <clears throat> so. Uh, Alright, so second Peter. You can you can read for us. Okay. You're alright with that? So most people in this passage starts and start in verse number five. And besides this, giving all diligence, add unto your faith virtue and your virtue knowledge, and then it keeps going. But I want to back up to verse number one because it says in verse number five, and besides this, giving all diligence. Well, what's the this that it's talking about? Mm. So I just want to start in verse number one, just start from the beginning and then work my way down. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promise, yeah, precious promises, that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add unto your faith virtue, and to your virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Mm. Amen. Yeah, just amazing right there. Yeah. Mm. All right, so that is a really good verse. I love Second Peter. I was not that long ago that I was actually at a church and a pastor was preaching on this, and we studied it. And uh, not much study, but we talked about Second Peter, and it's funny. It's like just a few days later, we're, now we're talking about Second Peter. And yeah, uh, you think we should kind of dis- explain a little bit of what these words mean? Yeah, so we get to start with the first word, which is besides this, giving all diligence, add mm. unto your faith. Mm-hmm. So we got to talk about faith for a second here. And one thing, my my dad's a preacher, and mm-hmm. he always takes us to the first part, the first time any of these words were mm-hmm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. So what I can see here, the first time faith was mentioned is in Deuteronomy 32.20. Mm-hmm. Um, you could technically go to Numbers 12.7, but that's faithful. Which is kind of the same thing, but mm-hmm. I want to go through faith and not really faithful. So Deuteronomy thirty two twenty, it says, and he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. 
for there are a very foreign generation children in whom is no faith. Mm. So the first time the word faith is mentioned is talking negatively about someone who doesn't have it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. talking about the next generation. They don't have faith, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we got to just we got to teach our generation we're teens and probably a couple people listening are probably teens. We mm-hmm. got to teach our kids in the future who Jesus Christ is mm-hmm. and teach him the bible yeah teach him jesus christ i find it easier for me to reach teens my around my age when you know my generation when i go to people that share the gospel or give out gospel tracts when i have somebody that's around my age or a little younger a little older i feel better i'm just like connected to them where i'm like hey i'm your age we're you know of the same age so i can understand your age they understand what you're going through right and everything else yeah we can relate to a lot of things school and all these things are finished school for me and we can relate to all these things so it's better I find when I have somebody around my age to talk to them. And so, so yeah, it we can talk to people our age, keep them so that we can tell them what faith means and how we need to make sure our kids and kids around our age mm-hmm. and even kids younger than us now who look up to us. Mm-hmm. We have to be a good example for these for a lot of people, even people our age, people that a little bit older than us, all the kids our age, younger, or around whoever's listening your age, and younger than you, older than you, mm. we're always, someone's always watching. Mm. So we gotta, I like listening to a song called You Could Be a Difference, talking mm. about people are watching from everywhere. It could be someone in a store who looks who's a little boy who looks up and sees this teenager walking by him mm-hmm. and does he want to look up and say i want to be like him one day or does he want to look up and go i learned a lesson to not be like him one day mm-hmm. i want point. to be the person that they look at and say i want to be like him mm-hmm. and that's what it's basically saying in that song is saying that you could be a difference to someone's life just by the way you act right and you know we're not supposed to be ex- specifically like good men. I preached yeah. a little while ago on good men or godly man. And, yep. you know, good men are looked up to all the time. Famous basketball players, baseball players, they're good men. But people really, when you have a godly man, people really look up to them because they're even better than the good men. And we are to be as Christians, godly men, not good men. And I. I don't fully remember what I talked a lot about what I talked about because it was a few months it was months ago, but that we should be godly men like Christ. And uh, a lot of what good men are comes some of it has come from the Bible, but they're not giving the Bible credit, and that's where we are too is give the Bible credit for all what God has given us in yeah. His grace. There is a baseball player I look up to for faith. Mm-hmm. He plays for the New York Mets, and he's a Christian. And I'm a Red Sox fan. I'm not a Mets yeah. fan. But I do watch some of the Mets games just mm. to keep in. Yeah, because I like the Mets and my dad does. So Yeah, I'm sorry. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, wa- I was watching a Mets game, and there's this guy who plays for him who's a Christian. And we were reading on another guy who plays for him who's probably the farthest thing from a Christian. Mm. 
and he said he's picked on all the time the Christian is for um he's never he never swears he never drinks when they all drink he keeps his distance from all that but he also is still friends with them because he knows that that's their choice and he can't not like them for that because then it might push them away Mm -hmm. if he's that just faithful i'm not gonna go in saying hey i'm a christian you guys aren't i'm sorry you're all going to hell no he's just gonna go in with a good attitude say i'm not gonna swear i'm gonna be encouraging when i had to Mm -hmm. be encouraging so this guy who said he's the farthest thing from a christian admits that he picks on him for not drinking he picks on him for not swearing but he said whenever i'm going through a hard time he's the first person i want to call yeah, wow. Because awesome. he he doesn't talk down. He's always encouraging. Mm-hmm. He's faithful when what he does, and that makes it where the non Christians see that, and they start mm-hmm. respecting him for it. And soon he starts. A couple of the Mets players now stop swearing completely mm-hmm. and drinking with him because they start hanging out. They start talking. And I know one guy who doesn't play for the Mets now, who now plays for a different team, he got saved under him because he discipled him throughout the thing. And I know Mm -hmm. it's sports, like you were just mentioning. But they're good people in sports. They're good people anywhere in Mm -hmm. the world that there's always someone out there trying to Mm -hmm. win someone to the Lord. And we got to be those people. We can go really far. There's good people in Hollywood. Sure, there may not be many but they're still good people yeah mm. yeah so yeah what's the second word in second peter he's good with his faith and then virtue the virtue. second one virtue. add unto your faith virtue virtue i kind of struggle with understanding i don't know if elijah has another uh virtue i know i just we just talked about it at a church uh, virtue is a little bit of a hard one. If I had my phone, I'd probably be able to find it. But what I usually do is I look up. Do you have uh, Webster eighteen twenty two? I do not, but uh, I do know we can kind of try going to the first time it's found, seeing what it says there. Yeah, good point. It's only found six times in the entire Bible. Oh, wow. The first time being in Mark five thirty, mm-hmm. and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him turned him about in the press and said who touched my clothes hmm so that's a good point so clearly losing virtue isn't a sin because jesus lost it yeah and jesus can't sin so if you don't Mm. have virtue you're not sinning Mm. so just make that clear so virtue i remember i actually remember that pastor bringing that up but he said virtue is something uh Virtue is kind of hard. I want to take. I don't want like pause for a long time because for the hearers, they're like they're in this a hundred like long pause. But virtue, I think he, um, the pastor brought up was he did bring up that verse. I remember now, and he said virtue is something. Uh, it's a piece of us, and uh, virtue uh, lost it. I think. I wonder if I can do two things at once. Huh? Oh, does it stay? Thirty nine. So I think I can, it still records. And so virtue, if we looked up in Webster's, I'm 18, I can't remember what date it's called, but if we look up, 
probably spelling virtue wrong, so I probably should look at the Bible. And don't look this up in Google. That is a bad place to look up. You probably get the ESV or the NIV. Right, but I've looked up some stuff on Google just for the fun of it to see how crazy they are, and it's crazy. So virtue in uh, the Webster um, says it virtue means strength. That substance or quality of physical bodies by which they act and produce effects on other bodies. So strength is the first thing brought up. So a piece of Christ's strength, virtue, had left him, and it was his power. Strength is also its power. So it was Christ's power, his strength, that had left him and gone into the woman because of her belief in him, and it, and it healed her. So, you know, I think that's kind of a good, you know, a good saying of what you could say virtue yep. is is strength or power because yep. Christ's power had left him for the woman. So add unto your faith your desire to follow Christ. Yep. Virtue, add unto your faith strength. virtue. The mm -hmm. strength of Christ in yep. you. So right. are you strong with Christ when you go to work? Are you strong when you talk to your co-workers about mm -hmm. where you were Sunday and they, when they ask you? When most of them might say, hey, did you go out with me? Did you go out the other day with whoever? And I'm like, nope, I went to church Sunday. Yeah, like, praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, so, so add unto your faith. Um, virtue, virtue. Virtue, yeah. So the strength of Christ in us. Mm. Yep. And this third word? Virtue, knowledge, is that your yeah. knowledge? Mm -hmm. And to your face now, the person who has the most knowledge around this table is definitely me. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I won't. Yeah. Uh, knowledge. Uh, I mean, I thought you said you were again. the most knowledgeable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, knowledge again is not a sin. You can be. You can't. You don't need knowledge. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah. No. Okay, so knowledge. Basically, you just got to learn the scripture. Right. You can't be strong in the Lord with virtue mm. without knowing his word. Right. So you need mm. knowledge to mm. know how to witness to people, right. how to talk to people, mm. how to not get upset at people. It's just knowledge. Mm. And I don't believe it's talking about the knowledge we know of this world. You know, you're not yep. going to be the most, the worldly knowledgeable man. Like, Dr. Your past, your dad brought up was, uh, he used Dr. Spock as the smartest person he could think of. <laughs> as an <laughs> yeah. illustration, he yeah. says, Dr. Spock might be the smartest man on the planet. But that's not going to get him to heaven. And, and I said, yeah, it's not talking about the knowledge of this world. It doesn't matter how yeah. much we know of this world. That's not going to, that's not the knowledge is speaking of. I can Einstein. Name he. Yeah, He's point. really not that smart because I don't believe he was saved. Because mm. he even said that he doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. Mm. So, mm. he just wasn't that smart. Benjamin Franklin, he said that, why do I need Christ? So, I don't believe he is saved either. Mm. Yeah. There are a lot of people who say they don't need Christ because they've never done anything. Yeah. Um, I do have something I would like to share with you guys. Um, you brought up Benjamin Franklin. Yep. Um, which, you know, uh, Pastor Brandon Pelkey. And he actually shared with me something about Benjamin Franklin. 
Benjamin Franklin had said in his own words. So did you know that Benjamin Franklin um, in the Congress, you know, they pray before they start the day, yep. Congress. And that, was, that law was put in by Benjamin Franklin. And Benjamin Franklin said, if I can find in these, this paper, is um, Pastor Brandon Pelkey has a book written in uh, Benjamin Franklin. He wrote in his own words, and he said uh, somewhere down the lines, if you look up Google, it says Benjamin Franklin was a deist. And he, I think there are words Benjamin Franklin has said, he, like you said, and he probably said he doesn't believe in God. Um, but he did – Benjamin Franklin in his own writing had said, um, you can take that however you like. Um, all of us who were engaged in the struggle must have observed frequent instances of a superintending providence in our favor. To that kind providence, we owe this happy opportunity of consulting in peace of the means of establishing our future national fel- felicity. Oh, I can't say that right. And have we now? What does that say? Uh, let's see. Uh, Felicity. Yeah, I think you said it right. Felicity, okay. And have we now forgotten that powerful friend? We have now forgotten that powerful friend. Or do we imagine that we no longer need his assistance? I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convicting proofs I see of the truth. That God governs the affairs of men. And does that sound like a deist? No, No, it speaks very highly. I'm not proving you wrong i'm just saying no i just thought i'd bring it up because i thought benjamin franklin wasn't didn't believe in god at all and then my uncle pastor brandon palkey showed me this and it was his own writing and we don't know if he was a christian or not no. and we can't you know we don't he but never we proofly say because right either the rapture happens or he can just take us they're home. gonna be right. two surprises in heavens yeah. who's not there and, and who is there, there right yeah, and he says in his own words that God governs in the affairs of men. And any man can say, you know, beat the air with whatever they want. But uh, he said in his own epitaph, 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 thank you, that uh, he said, this is on his grave, and he wrote this before. Have you read it before? I have. epitaph, he says, the body of ba- Benjamin Franklin, printer. Now, this is the last one. We don't have to talk much more about Benjamin Franklin. He says, like the cover, as this is the printer talking, it's Benjamin Franklin, his own epitaph. Like the cover of an old book, its contents torn out and stripped of its lettering. A gilding lies here, food for worms. But the work shall not be lost, for it will, as he believed, appear once more in a new and more elegant edition, corrected and improved by the author. And, you know, I'd say amen to that, because, you know, I've had some people talk about, he's a deist, I've had some people say, you know, like you said, we you know we have no clue that he was a real yeah. Christian. He never. We don't have any proof. I mean, right. who knows? George Washington couldn't be saved. You, right. you have no proof for anyone. Right. Exactly. One of us four could be sitting around this table and really not knowing Jesus Christ as their Savior. Right. Yeah. Thinking they do. There's only three people but, who know that you are saved. Yeah. And that is the Lord, Lord. Jesus Christ, you, and the devil. I believe us four are saved. Yeah, I'm just saying agree. it's something as simple as yeah. one of us four. Only God exactly. knows our yeah. heart. We uh, last Saturday we actually went um, gospel winning um, out. Huh. So let's see how long this one lasts. Okay, so we were. I don't know when it stopped, but we were gospel winning, and you think it's gonna stop? Nope. No. Mm-hmm. So we were gospel winning. You know, going around giving out gospel tracks down the road, and uh, we had. A young lady who got saved 
Nice. Yeah, so man. I was with the man, and he's a new member of our... He's on new... He's a new guy who comes to our church, and they're family, and they're a lovely family. Um, they love the Lord. And uh, he shared the Bible with a young lady that we brought a gospel track to, and she got saved. And, uh, you know, she was so excited, and it just... It was a little uncomfortable because I'm not used to people getting saved usually or being... A, yeah. Usually when I see someone get saved, it's usually in church. They're bawling their eyes out. They they just keep talking about how thankful and excited they are. But this young lady was quiet. She was excited. So it was... But he believed rare, He believed in his heart that she was saved. And I was a little, you know, just... Uh, I don't. It's not what I'm used to. But, you know, I could tell she was happy. And uh, he told me, he says, you know, we can't know someone's heart. Only God can only they and God know their heart. So and people don't have to get saved in church. I mean, there's a pastor in Missouri who got saved hitchhiking. Really? And the guy who picked him up said, hey, have you heard of Jesus Christ? He thought it was a rock band. He's like, no, I've never heard of them. Huh. You have your CD? He's like, no, it's a guy. And then he thought it was just a guy who sung. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no, I haven't heard of him. Can you put him in? He's like, no, he's a person who died on the cross and he went through the whole romans road and he mm. got saved right there well praise the lord from oh. all right today he still has no clue what his name was oh really he can't tell mm. you what he looked like he just wow. knows that he got saved yeah that's praise the lord yeah so what we're trying to get onto is we'll say is that I don't really know what we're trying to say. <laughs> we're talking about knowledge. We're talking yeah, about knowledge. knowledge. Yeah, we were talking we about knowledge, the, and then the we got far, Yeah, wow. we talked about South. Yeah, Benjamin. It's going to be three hours fault. by the time we're done. <laughs> we went down a rabbit trail, or I like to say a goose trail. That's goose one trail. of my favorite things on Team Preachers. I say a goose trail on accident. And, uh, did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I actually So we went trail. on, I say, at least multiple goose trails. Yeah, on accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, back in the beginning. We don't want the world's knowledge. They're... Um, their knowledge is fake. Yeah, their their knowledge says you came from a monkey. Yeah, mm. there is, or even something simple as sports. Mm. I can name a lot of sports players, but that will get me nowhere when it comes to eternity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That will just yeah. give me a little, little speck of time in my life that is going to do me something good. Mm. Because when you think about it. Eternity, a lot of people think of eternity, but a lot of people don't think that eternity is a long time. I mean, it's never ending. Mm. So our little life that we live in these disgusting, filthy bodies is only going to be for a speck of the time that we're going to live in. Mm -mm. So all the stuff that we do here on earth is only going to be done for, again, a speck of time. Mm -hmm. And do you want the speck of time to be fulfilled with the pleasures of the flesh? Mm. Or do you want to do it where, um, or do you want to do it where you serve God and it will give you something in eternity? Mm. I was having fun the other day looking at t-shirts that have some cool sayings on them. And one of them said this that I really liked. I would rather stand with God and be judged by the world than stand with the world and be judged with, by God. Oh, yeah. No kidding. It doesn't matter what this world could do to us. You know, God could judge us way far. The world yeah. can't touch yeah. us, and yeah. that's why they're mad. Yeah. Because they can't do anything. Right. And it's like, I fear God more than you know, anything this world can do they to me. They can take prayer. They say they can take prayer out of school. 
But I can tell you this. There's no way prayer is out of school. That's a good point. Yeah, because Mm. I could pray right here, right now, without any of you guys knowing. Yeah. The reason why they took prayer out of school is because when they did, it was the Catholic way. The heartburn. Headache, heartburn, where are my cigarettes? That that (laughs) thing. What? (laughs) See? Headache, heartburn. Where are my cigarettes? He's checking his two front pockets. Oh my goodness, that's funny. I've never heard that before. You've never heard that? No, I've never heard that before. That's funny. Yeah. Uh. So that's what people thought prayer is, but it's not. No. Prayer is not an outward motion. Yeah. Prayer is just you talking to God. Like, I can talk to my Like talking to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Talking to a friend. Jesus Christ, yeah. So yeah, the first time, I meant to do this at the beginning, but then we went on the whole... Goose show, what you call it. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, knowledge is found 169 times in the Bible. Oh, uh-huh, wow, that's the crazy. The first time being in Genesis 2, 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant in the sight and good for food and tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. Mm. So back in the garden... There was absolutely no sin at all, mm. except for one. I mean, if you think about it, you were placed somewhere. If you are mm. placed somewhere tomorrow and your parents said, do whatever you want, except don't turn on the TV. I mean, I don't know. It's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> yeah. Was that what happened today? Yeah. Was that a rule, really? <laughs> oh, no. we can do No, that. no, it's not a rule. It yeah. wasn't us that broke it. No, it wasn't yeah. us. So, yeah, that's just one rule. Mm. One rule. You can do anything else, anything that you can imagine, you can do that except for one, and that's take a bite of a fruit off a tree. Mm. Yeah, and your your illustration is probably better instead of turning on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, it's yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's more spiritual. That one rule. So, to be honest with you, Adam and Eve really didn't know what good and evil was. Mm, so that's why the tree was called the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Because Adam and Eve, if they took a bite of the fruit off the tree, they would have knowledge what good and evil are. evil was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, when they took a bite, they the first thing they saw was their nakedness. And mm. they were ashamed. Shamed, right. Because they were ashamed of their yep. sin. And then... Man has sinned ever since. Yeah. And now we know what sin looks like because of Adam. Yeah. And now, Eve. But now people blame Adam and Eve way too much. I mean, they got tempted like we get tempted. And yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it was their fault. But if you were there, you probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Just don't blame Adam. If you had a wife that was tempting you with a fruit, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honey, you should have this. Yeah. That's all I was kind of like. Uh. So yeah, it, it was the woman. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was the woman thou gavest me. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, That's I wonder. why I'm not getting married until I'm 33. Yeah. So I was okay. here. Jesus Christ gave up his life. Mm. Oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That should not have been said that great. Now we're going to have people on here. Oh, boy. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I know. We're just kidding. Yeah. Um, 
So they didn't know what good and evil was. But because Adam took the bite, I'm going back to where I was, but we went a whole rabbit trail or goose trail on when we're getting <laughs> married for some dumb reason. Okay. But Adam took that bite and he saw what evil was. Mm-hmm. Which now today we know what evil is because of Adam. Yeah, right. But because you know what evil is, we also know what good is. Mm-hmm. We, if there is no Adam that showed us the evil, we would have had no Jesus to show us the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have eternal life in heaven now mm-hmm. with Christ instead of, I yeah. don't know what the world would have been like. Well, we're sons of God, no longer yeah. sons of the devil. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Of Satan. Mm. Yeah. So, I think knowledge was the fourth. longest one we've been on. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's the fourth word? Or, no, fifth? And a knowledge, temperance? Temperance, yeah. Temperance. That's a hard one. Knowledge, knowledge. Did you hear about Pastor Faggart brought about temperance? So, temperance doesn't mean what you look it up to be in the dictionary. Temperance it replies as a self-control, but that's not what temperance is. He says temperance is a, um, you know, you're tempering metal with, uh, if you put too much, when you add too much heat to it, the metal becomes too, um, soft. soft. And then when you yeah. add too much cold, it becomes too hard. hard. Yeah. So he says, and that's, we have the Lord's temper. Temperance. So temperance, yeah. Temperance is, it's a temper. It's having the Lord's temper. And, uh, it's, it's that kind of that concept. Yeah. And, uh, I, I still can't under- get my head wrapped around it that well. So I'm yeah. kind of, I can't even like really, I'm just like copying what a pastor had said and Pastor yeah. Faggart. We'll, we'll call up him to have him come speak on this podcast for that. <laughs> yeah, because it temp- it's kind of hard to wrap my head around because it's not something easy I can just look up in a dictionary. It's something that yeah. it's the yeah. world has gotten wrong. When you temper a blade, yeah, if you temper it um, too cold and you hit it against something, mm. it will shatter. Right. But if you temper it too much and you hit something with it, it bends. Mm-hmm. So we are to so have the Lord's temper, yeah, temperance. It's perfect. Yeah, so when perfect. you temper a blade perfect, perfect. I like that word. When right. you I like that too, clash it against works. something, mm-hmm. it stands. Yeah, that's a good point. Good job, Caleb. Caleb said something for the first time. Right? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, oh, there you go. Temperance is found three times in the Bible. Three times? So temperance? even less than wow. virtue. Wow. And the first time it's found is in Acts twenty four twenty five, mm-hmm. and as he re- well, and as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, "Go thy way for this time, for this time, when I have a covenant season, I will call for thee." Hmm. So a story that I will admit I'm not too familiar with. Yeah. I'll have to look into that later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the first time temperance is found. Acts twenty four, twenty five. What did the Bible yeah. call him? Felix? Is that what it was? Is that what you said? Yeah. Felix. Hmm. Felix huh. trembled. I don't think I've ever heard of a Felix in the Bible. No, if you I want to study it. this for yourself, study yeah, it for yourself. And then, yeah, or it could be another podcast episode, you never know. Yeah, true. The life of Felix. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> and if you want to, write a comment on the podcast seeing yeah. what your thoughts are on Felix mm. and temperance. Yeah. I don't know if I have a... I haven't, I haven't done an email on there, but I... Hmm. When you write a comment? Write a comment. I do that on the YouTube, which I think I'm putting this on the podcast. We'll see. Do they I'm have to look both. at a comment? 
to I don't add remember. It. You don't know? Yeah. But either way, if you want to just comment on YouTube and then say, hey, this is for the one on the podcast, yeah. either way, we could probably figure out. But if not, that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The name of this podcast episode is going to be The Nights Around the Coffee Table. Yep, that's what I want to call it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, eventually, we'll have to, next time we do this, we'll have to have coffee table. Now. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the thing. You can't. Coffee table. But none of us have coffee. And none of us even like coffee. I like coffee. Isaiah, Isaiah drink, I drink, drink every once in a while. I despise coffee. Landon despises coffee. Caleb, I've never drank it. Caleb's never drank coffee. Wow, yeah. But I am the most closest to an adult. A so hot that's probably chocolate why. table. Hot chocolate table. Uh, Everybody here likes hot chocolate. Uh, I'm just kidding. The soda like, table. Okay. Soda table. I don't we, know. We gotta get spiritual. I like coffee yeah. table. <laughs> yeah, we're right. We gotta get spiritual. Good point. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we were on temperance. I'm into pr- temperance and. Caleb kind of summed that up for us. I liked he what did, yeah. he talked about with temperance. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, so temperance. And to temperance, do you want to go ahead and move on? Yeah, we can go to yeah. patience, yeah. Temperance, patience. Patience. It's a word that no one likes to hear. Yeah. Yes. And you're sitting there, and you're waiting for church to be over or something. You got to have patience, patience with No. everything. Why would you want church to be over? I know. I know it was just an expression. I yeah. Mean, I know you were kidding. If you're sitting there in the tree stand waiting for a deer, you got to have patience, patience for a deer right. to come. So Pastor Faggart said that patience is – so the difference between patience and long-suffering. Patience is um, having control – no, having self-control over something you cannot control. Yes. So yep. it's controlling yes. yourself in areas where you can't have the control because control, patience – so when he asks us to have patience, it's having – you know, self-control over something that, you know, we can't control. We can't control the weather. Mm-hmm. So we are to be patient because we know God can. So yeah. we are to be patient for Jesus Christ. And then long-suffering is different where we are controlling something that we have control of. You know, we're patient over a... Um, something we can't. Yeah, like uh, I guess you could try to use a good example. Maybe kids, letting the kids play, having patience playing with them. You could just tell them enough or no more i'm done playing with you but we have patience for them or suffering never mind I'm, we're at that age when we're married we're gonna have the patience on when we want kids too mm, okay hmm. so it that's long suffering and then patience again something mm. that we're not in control of that we're just waiting to happen mm-hmm. yeah. i mean i'm waiting for my license to happen but i'm being patient right. on when mm that date comes back and yeah, I get to go get control. It. And God can't have patience because God controls everything. He can control everything. So God has long suffering because, you know, that's what he did yep. for Adam and Eve for us today. Long suffering. He could just wipe us from the face of the earth. He could have done that with Adam, but he loved Adam. And, uh, you know, he gave her his life for all of us. Yeah. You know, he could have just started all over. Started with the clay. He's just thrown the clay away and said, I'm done. I'm making restart, but no, he had long suffering, and he decided to send his son down the cross for our sins, and to keep, even though we keep falling short, to keep working with us, and keep live, um, trying, and uh, keep. So was that the last word? Or? Nope. nope. I actually wanted to still read the first verse that patience is found. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Patience is only found thirty-three times in the Bible. Thirty-three only? times. Only. <laughs> I I know thirty-three, but. Which one was it? I think knowledge was found 169. Mm. I think it was knowledge. Yep. Temperance knowledge. was found three. So temperance right now holds the record for 
least amount of time. Least Jesus amount of time. Yeah. So, there you go. the servant, therefore, fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, hmm. and I will pay thee all. That's found in Matthew eighteen twenty six. Hmm. Yeah, very good. So, patience. patience sometimes is a fear to someone else. To So, my friend could be owing me money, which he doesn't. But let's say he does. I ask my friend, hey, you owe me money. I want it. And he's, he's going to be scared. He's going to be trembled. Almost mm. like this guy was here. And he asked. And if he asked me, hey, have patience on me. I will get it. Mm. Would yeah. you have patience on him? Or will you just say, no, nope, I want it now. Because a good, it says here, add unto your... Add into your faith, patience. Temperance, temperance, patience. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want to be patient. There are people that I'm going to be irritated with, people that I'm going to be like, come on, but I'm going to have patience with them or Mm. want to have patience with them. Mm. Sometimes I will lack patience, just like we will this whole list. No one's going to get this list spot on, perfect, everything. So, that's what I have to say. Good point, yeah. Is good. Patience is a good aspect to have. And um, I think of the story where a man was, he said, Pastor, in the church, he said, Pastor, pray for me to have patience. The pastor was like, all right, we'll be praying. So as the, the pastor's praying, he says, we'll just say the man's name was uh, Bob. Bob, okay, I like that. Name was Bob. Uh, Bob says, hey, I would like, pray for me to have patience. The pastor says, all right. Oh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'd bring trials into um, Bob's life. I pray you bring trials, temptations. You bring, you make his life suffering. suffering and heartache to teach him patience. And he's going on and on. And Bob's like, wait, 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 wait. I didn't want that. No, thank you. No, I'd, well, I said patience. And the pastor says, that's how you get patience. It's through trials. It's through learning. God has to teach us patience. And to learn patience for us is to go through trials and to learn to say and give God the glory and say, Lord, God, give me patience. And we need – that's something we got to learn. It's not something we can just have off the the table like a food or something. You know, it's got to be – it's got to be patience. Poor Bob, I believe. You know, poor Bob. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. We're – George or something. Whoever his name was, yes. Yeah, nobody knows yeah. his name. Nobody. No, I don't remember. And then after patience, Indeed. if you guys are ready to move on. Yep, yep, ready to move on. Patience and the patience godliness. godliness. Yeah. This one we might struggle with a little bit, just like we said with temperance. This is another one that it's like, mm. oof. Well, godliness is to, I think. Be like Christ. Yeah, yeah be, like, be Christ, like Christ. Be like God. First John 2, 6 says, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Since we announce ourselves with the name Christian or Christ, we are to be Christ-like, godliness. Yeah. And there's also this book for mm-hmm. teenagers. This is called Teen Preacher. So it's how to be like Christ. It's called The Teenage Years of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Yeah. It's written by Jerry L. Ross. So yeah. if you want to look at that, you can. Hmm. Yeah. Isaiah, or, yeah, Isaiah and I have been going through it every mm. night. Just kind of reading a page a night, going through, yeah. and it's honestly a really good book. Yeah. Mm. So if you want to be like Christ, you can get the book, or you can just read his book. Yeah. So mm. it's really yeah. just up to you. Yeah. Just this book has been a help to me. It could be a help to you. Yeah. Yeah. 
nothing will defeat God's word, though. That's still yeah. going to be the best place to go. Yes. Number but, one printed book in the, in the world. Number one printed book in the world, yep. That's in true. James Bible. The first... Uh, um, godliness is found 15 times in the Bible. 15, yeah. A lot of these words that we are studying, I thought would be found a lot more in the Bible. But yeah, right. We mm. have six, we have three... One had 169. I was expecting that with like almost all of them. Another one had 33. This one has 15. Mm-hmm. It says in 1 Timothy 2 2 is the first time it's ever found. Mm-hmm. So not till 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy. That's towards the end of the Bible. And it says, For kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. Mm. Yeah, so it has honesty in there with godliness. It's good to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, very good to be honest. Which honest is also being like, it's being God-like because if you're honest, mm. you're not sinning. And, yeah, and God can't God lie exactly. from the world began. So that's so. what God wants yeah. you to be. So yeah, honest. honest. Yeah. Lying is really not of God, it's of the devil. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lying's also from your flesh. Yeah, right. Because your flesh is going, oh, just say it, they will never know. Mm. And you say it, and it turns out they find out some miraculous way because parents are all-knowing. Oh. <laughs> you know, everything all is... All-knowing, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I liked what you said there. Godliness mm. is just like God, and mm. you can't do things that uh, that God can't do. So, God can't sin. Yeah, God can't sin. God can't can't lie. lie. Godliness is not lying and not sinning. Mm -hmm. Because you're doing the things God... You're doing what God... I'm sorry. You're doing what God would do if he's in the situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doing what God would do in the situation. Right. What would Jesus do? Yeah. Godliness. That's what that is. What would Jesus do? That's a good thought you can have in your head. Mm -hmm. Even you're around friends... And your friend wants to do something or you want to do something. You say, hey, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking like, yeah, should we do it? Think after you say that, what would Jesus, Jesus do? do? Right. And then if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't think Jesus would do this. Mm-hmm. Then look at your friends and be like, never mind. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't think this will be a good idea. Yeah, it's not what Jesus would do. Like, yeah. Spray bug spray in a campfire. <laughs> something that teenage boys would do. Or Have you done things. that before? No, no. Other teens. Um, it's not teens. good to lie on podcast land. I never sprayed bug spray. I played, I sprayed sunscreen, not bug. He spray. just said he said it's not good. He didn't say he done it. He says yeah, it's not good to. And things that this world you know does is a little crazier. You know, we grew up in good godly homes, so we yeah. didn't, we. Uh, we but it's okay to have fun life. still. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. there's some things out there that you will be tempted. You will be. Mm-hmm ask to do but sometimes you just gotta put your foot down and say no exactly mm-hmm. like it's okay to go swimming in a lake i mean that is not being ungodly okay okay well i don't know just yeah it's all right i'm a bad demonstrator yeah it's okay <laughs> i mean saying. jesus had fun we're all, too. Really, we're all really bad at bad. something you know it's all right it's jesus good. had fun too yeah. he hmm. i bet probably in that I don't know what they had in that era of time. Played tag. But they probably had, like, tag, a game similar. 
a game mm-hmm. similar to like red light, green light, hide and seek. Mm-hmm. They probably had games similar to of course, those. Or so being Greek, so be like ah Jesus. Eh. No. Well, if you think about it, what you know, I don't. It, yeah, we don't know if Jesus did you know have fun as a kid, but you know we do have a little piece in the you know it doesn't the Bible doesn't give us all of what he had done. Jesus yeah. had done. There's countless many but times. If he was a hundred percent man, then I think he would do what his friends were doing. Perhaps, yeah. Not the sinful things that mm-hmm. his friends right. were doing. But there's probably, I don't know if they had a sport back then. They mm-hmm. might have had, like, some sort of football that yeah. Jesus played with his Which friends. Which, we actually don't even know if Jesus was, because if you remember when he was in the temple and he was a kid. Yeah. 12 years old, was he? And he was yep. talking to all of them and he spoke wisely and they were like, wow, he's so wise. Would because when you're a kid, you're not wise and you do silly things. Yeah. So if he was a kid especially and had wise, years. especially the teenage, teenage years, years if he was always born. wise from the, you know, when yeah. he was born, would he mean he wouldn't do silly things, which some things are just fun. They're not teenage silly. years when he gained uh, the knowledge of what to do and what not to do. Right. Mm-hmm. What the teenage years. Jesus was perfect, but he wasn't mm-hmm. that guy who just walked around looking down on everyone. No, he wasn't like Not that. doing no. what everyone else was 100% man. Mm-hmm. And so, 100% God still. Yeah. So he did the good things that man had. And the word became flesh. Yeah. Yep. And if he did play sports or whatever, he didn't let them take place of God. Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he's God. And he was he's a, he was 100% perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool to think about. That Jesus was just as much as a human as you were. Jesus mm. was even tempted to sin. Right, he was. Yeah, mm. three times. At least three times. Who knows what he was tempted to do as a child. Three times mm. recorded in scripture. Yes. Yeah. That he was tempted. But mm. Jesus was even tempted to sin. Yep. And he said no. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's all we have to say sometimes too. Right. We have to run away from it. We have exactly. to... A shoe from evil. You know what a, a shoe means? Um, you I don't know. It. Is, is what yeah flee right there a shoe means to yeah flee oh, yeah to run you know just to cast it away that's what job was and job was a good man a real a godly man he was a really godly man he feared the lord and he eschewed from evil and god he god uh he talked about job and thought very highly of job and it was an upright man when when him and satan yeah, were if you ever that's a good read. conviction right there mm-hmm. if god was talking to you about you to the devil would he talk mm-hmm. highly yeah or would he talk, yeah, please don't tempt him. He will definitely fall. Mm-hmm. Or will he say, yeah, go ahead and tempt him because he won't mm-hmm. fall. Yeah, upright man. Fear. That's why the fear of the Lord is so important in all our lives. To- Job is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Yes. To look yes, at yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. Him and Joseph. Him, Joseph, and David. I go back and forth on all the time. Him, Joseph, and David? Yeah. Hmm. Job, Joseph, and David. Hmm. I like all three Why of them. Joseph? Characters. Joseph um, in Genesis. Genesis, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I really like him because my dad just preached a message on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But even before that, I've always studied him. And I love the way that no matter what his brothers did to him, mm-hmm. he still forgave him. Yeah, that's true. And said, you know what? That's in the past. Mm-hmm. I forgive you. That's also being godly. like Right, yeah. it is. Yeah, and then his like brothers even got scared. They mm-hmm. said, uh-oh, he's going to come back with revenge. Yeah, especially after their dad had died. They're like, oh, yeah. no, surely he's going to kill us now. And then Joseph said, nope. He's like, I forgive you for that. Mm-hmm. He said, your punishment 
will be God. Um, God will take care of that. Mm. God will take care of your punishment. Mm. But me, he's like, I'm still going to call you my brother. I'm still going to love you. And that always amazes me, the way he does that. Mm -hmm. And the way he kept faithful throughout his entire life. Mm -hmm. He went through some of the darkest times. I mean, we think we have it bad when the power's out. Mm -hmm. He was in prison for at least three years, if not more. Mm -hmm. And the way he worked his way out with Potiphar, and then he goes to prison for something that he didn't do. Right. And then he gets out, and then... God blesses him. Pharaoh, and then he ends up getting... Second in command of an entire nation. Almost. Some of the things he was in first command. The Pharaoh said he can have everything. He can have his bedroom. He can have his... Chariot. No, that's the only thing the Pharaoh said he can't have. So the Pharaoh said, you can have everything I own, except for my chariot. (laughs) Why his chariot? I don't know. No one knows. Hmm. But yeah, Hmm. And knowing Joseph, he didn't take it all because he was humble like that. Yeah, he was. He didn't say, oh, okay, I want your bedroom. And you know what? Give me your daughter, too. No. (laughs) He said he was probably humble. Well, I'm not going to say probably. He was humble. Hmm. And... He didn't take everything the Pharaoh owned. Yep. Yeah, well, he trusted God, and he was yeah. a godly man. Exactly. God, and he trusted God, and that's what you know we should all do is trust God, even through all the trouble, even the temptations and struggles that he had. He still trusted God yeah. in, you know, in the way he should have. That the also Lord. makes Joseph a really, really cool guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's a mm. guy I'm really looking forward to meeting in heaven one day. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, so God words. Now we have two more. The next one, into godly kind. I'm skipping. Into godliness, brotherly kindness. kindness. Ooh, I love this one. Brotherly kindness. Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh, it's pretty easy to figure out. I looked it up. It's found one time in the Bible. One time? (laughs) Brotherly kindness? That's right right here? (laughs) Really? Yep. Brotherly kindness. So, brotherly kindness is found one time in the Bible. That holds the record and probably will hold the record for the rest of time unless you just mentioned another word that's Well, you have Ephesians 4.32. It says, be kind one to another. Yeah. And you have countless times in the Bible where it says, be kind. Be kind. kind. Brotherly 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 kindness. kindness. Those two together are only found one time. Time, yeah. Hmm. And that's in 2 Peter 1.7. Yeah. So brotherly wow. kindness is a very, very special yes. one of kindness because we can all speak for because each of us, we're all, you know, brothers in Christ, but then also we're family. But then also I will add is, you know, I have a brought my brothers here and then you two, Landon and Isaiah, you guys are brothers. And we all can agree that it is the hardest to be kind to your brother because I feel like this is the hardest one to do mm-hmm. to be kind to your brother because right. there are sometimes I'm not that kind. I mean, but there are sometimes I am kind. We can even go back to Joseph. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He had brotherly kindness. He yes. forgave his he for yeah, forgave his brothers. Mm-hmm. He loved his brothers still no matter mm-hmm. what they did. Yeah, but they were mean. And yeah. even in the beginning, Cain and Abel. Yep. The yes. worst brothers around. The first two siblings. siblings. Yeah. Well, Abel we, wasn't bad. It was Cain. Yeah, it was Cain, yeah. Who knows how many children Adam and Eve had? Who knows that they were the first two? I don't know. And was it either way? It was Jacob and Esau. Esau, Esau. too, that had a bad relationship as well. Two yeah. more brothers. Yeah. And it's just 
And there's a whole story of why, but we won't go down that road. Isaac okay. and Ishmael. They were half-brothers, but yes. they still had a bad relationship. Yeah, they did. Yes. Yeah. They're both their nations, you know, just yep. against each other. Yeah. And we all can talk. It's harder to be kind to your brother because a brother is given for adversity, but a friend loveth at all times. Remember that yep. verse yep. from basketball? Yeah, brothers given for adversity. So my our brothers are given for adversity and to be against each other, to be, you know, if there's somebody I'm going to be most competitive with, our only person I'm really competitive yeah. with is my brother. <laughs> I you know I can I don't care if it be anybody else beats me but with my brother my younger brother it always is the hardest it's like for me. It's like a shame when your brother yeah. beats you. <laughs> well, it's yeah. Which my the younger sad part brother. is it really shouldn't be like. It that. shouldn't be that, right? It shouldn't be, but yeah. it it's is. First you should John, let me beat you. <laughs> first John, no. First John, first John ten ten says, "He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there's no occasion of stumbling in him." Yeah. Yeah. First John ten ten. My best friend right now is my brother. Yes, that's good. Mine too. I fight the most with my brother. Yeah. But my brother knows more of my secrets than anyone else. Mm. Because we're just, we're so close. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And not that, I mean, there are some people out there who don't have brothers. They are only child or children or whatever you want. Well, they're a family they're of an old only sisters. Ch- yeah. They're an it's only hard. child. That's a, that's a hard I'll, curse. I'll pray that for you cool. if you're like that. No. Yeah, no, if you're, no, if you're no. an only child or you're just a guy or girl who are just full of brothers or sisters, yeah. we'll pray for you right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're just messing with you guys. Yeah. God blesses no, everybody yeah. with what God wants. You know, exactly. We'll make that point. I don't want people to be listening to this and like, man, there's a bunch of there are a bunch of critics. I don't <laughs> want. I don't want that. We want to make sure we're just no. being funny. We're just yeah. trying to be funny. Exactly. Um, you know, just know we're ignorant too. We're not wise people. We're all kids. Yep. Yeah. Well, you all three are kids. I'm an adult. <laughs> young men. Uh, you're all young men. Okay, I'll give you guys that. Young men and then I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, even on my, like, even when we went to a hotel, it says two kids, three adults, my parents and I. Yeah, Mind what's your record for the longest episode? Longest episode? This one. Yeah. Yeah, this we one. We went... The longest I have is, I think, a half an hour. That's the longest so I've been going for over an hour. Yeah, because this is... The, the other one's 20 minutes, so this yeah. is yeah, oh. 50 minutes. 50. Almost an hour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're not even did the last one yet. I know, we're close, yeah. though. I'm sorry, guys. You're probably going to have to hit pause on this one and then resume it later because it's not a long episode. Well, yeah. for me, I work four days... And a lot of the times I'm doing uh, devicing or I'm on a job. I'm doing something that the journeyman has told me to do. Yeah. And a lot of the times I can listen to something while I do it. And what I do is I do like to listen um, to some podcasts, not a lot, but I listen to music and stuff like that. And I have four, you know, I have ten hours every every day. Those every days. Yeah. So ten hours, and this is just one hour. So if backwards theology, I'll listen to you know a few videos because. I have more than enough time to read. But sometimes there's talking. Sometimes I do need my mind to think on some things. But, yeah, a lot of times if most – some people with work, these come in handy. And that's something we could encourage you to do too. If you want to get into a little bit deeper doctrine, 
I mean, some of the stuff is really deep that you're going to yeah, be scratching your head like, what? That you some of these guys... Want, you want to listen to it at least maybe two or three times just to grasp everything because yeah. it's so much. And even the guys on the podcast still scratch their heads while recording. Are you talking about this podcast or someone else's? I'm talking backwards about theology. backwards theology. Backwards theology. Yeah, you I've listened go to listen some of theirs three one. times and I still need to listen to it more. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about this. I'm like, we're not even really getting that deep. In yeah, if you want to go to... Stuff that's really deep, yeah. we'd encourage you to go that. Definitely. But if you want to stay shallow for a little bit, because I mean, it's not good to always stay shallow. Sometimes yeah. you do need the deep stuff. But, but it's still good to get milk sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe this is actually all the people who are listening to this are all young people. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're young, I'd encourage you to every once in a while give yourself a challenge and listen to the mm. deeper stuff. And then once you start understanding more and you're going, man, I already know this. I mean, you don't want to stay in the kindergarten books all your life. Yeah, that's true. Milk of the, You don't want to just get in the milk of the word yeah. all the yeah. time. You Gray-headed need to go for the babies. You need, to get, you need to oh. get into college classes. Hmm. You need to get... But like actual again, not, yeah, yeah, not, not actual college. Cool. I'm talking about... Okay. I'm being... You need to graduate. Yeah, graduate. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta graduate right. at some point. You need to point. graduate at yeah. some point. You can't always be in kindergarten. But yeah. again, don't feel like we're trying to get you to not listen to us. Yeah. It's good to listen and learn because we still might have things to teach you. I hope we do. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, I'm just trying to talk about this other podcast that if you want to get really deep, that's a good podcast yeah. to listen to. Yeah. And also, one of the big reasons why I wanted more people to be talking is, you know, we can talk about God's Word, but we also can have fellowship. We can have, fr- we are exactly. all friends. Yes. We can we talk can about learn the Bible. More. We can I learn mean, more, right? I've, I've already learned some stuff talking right here, right now. Yeah, I have too, yeah. I mean, when I'm studying for myself, I'll learn when I'm talking on, but when I go to preach, I learn before the message, but in the mm. middle of it, I'm not really learning. Because mm. I'm just telling everyone else what I learned. Yeah. But when I have a whole bunch of people to talk to like this, mm. I learn the whole time. So much. Right. Yeah. The whole time we're going, I'm constantly yeah. learning. Right. Yeah. Like temperance, yeah, I would have never have guessed that sword demonstration yeah, on no, temperance. Or no. really understood <laughs> all that. Yeah, are you dancing? No, I'm not dancing. <laughs> okay. But that really helped. So we can learn even mm-hmm. like this. And we just went on a whole rabbit trail there. Yeah. <laughs> Even though goose trail, you mean goose trail? Yeah. yeah. Technically, though, Caleb was dancing because the biblical term of dancing is a form of excitement. Yes, he was excited that like, he had something yes, to share. That's yeah. the one thing I said was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. that would uh, technically be dancing yeah. in scripture. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, so the last one. Goose last the goose, goose we're gonna go ahead and move on. Trail. Okay. The last one. Yeah. So you gotta remember. You can't skip and go. The first thing right. you want to work on is brotherly kindness. Mm-hmm. No. no, you got to start from you gotta, number one. You got to start with faith, and then virtue, virtue and then knowledge, knowledge, and temperance, and, and patience, and, and then godliness, brotherly kindness. Then the last one: mm. add unto your brotherly kindness, kindness charity. charity. And the number ch- one. And charity is found twenty-four times in the Bible. Yeah, but you also notice charity become. Or comes after brotherly kindness because you're supposed to be kind to your brother before you're kind to other people. You're Mm. supposed to be kind before you love. Mm. Yes. So you should be kind to someone that you don't love. Yeah. Right. All the people that uh, throw stuff at our face. We haven't had that happen yet, probably. But the people that are like (laughs) that. We might after this episode. Oh, we might. No. I mean, to be honest, I have some coworkers that I might not love, but I will be kind to. Mm. 
That's good. There must be kind before there is love. Mm-hmm. Kindness before there is love, yeah. yeah. You were saying how many times charity is mentioned? 24 times. 24 the first times. time is in yeah. 1 Corinthians 8 1. Mm-hmm. Now, as touching things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge putteth up, but charity edifieth. Edifieth. Mm. Edifieth. So we have love together. We have, I love certain people. There's certain people that I might not really love, but I am kind to again. Mm-hmm. And maybe the more you're kind, that person start being kind back and that will create love. Yeah. Some of the things that create love is kindness. Mm. And uh, charity is also mentioned in first Corinthians um, chapter 13, verse four, charity suffereth long and is kind charity in, and vieth not charity volunteered not itself is puffed up. That was not the verse I wanted. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so, so thirteen. That was verse four. Sorry, forgive me. So, and now abideth faith, hope, charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. So, I heard a pastor talk about this, and I I love this. So, charity and love. You know, when you talk about charity and you look it up, it's very close to love. They talk about the same, but love. If you think about it, when I say Love you guys, or love you. I you guys usually say love you too, right? That's the yeah. common thing. Love is something you give, but then you also receive back. And charity is not that way. You know, charity ch- you can give charity. Yeah, it doesn't you mean you're gonna get charity back. back, right? Charity is love given, but not given back. And that's what Christ did for us. Christ had only down the cross. He had real charity because he died for on the sins for everybody. But he knowing he not everybody was going to believe on his name and do it. Even us it. Christians, we got saved. Yeah. But there are times that we still don't give Christ charity. Right. Yes. Mm. Because we're not perfect, we mm. sin. And we think we think our love for him, he's gonna return something. We're expecting something to come back yeah. around, yes. him to show love back, but we should give him charity. Meaning we give Christ love and not expect something to be returned. Yeah. Give Christ charity yeah. and not expect. Yeah expect not love we need to love him but then also have charity for towards him and the greatest of these is charity um because it's really suffering yourself yeah we want we always want something i honestly i said brotherly kindness probably the hardest one but this one is probably the hardest yeah because you can absolutely i don't know not like this person but be still you gotta show charity because Mm -hmm. if you show charity they would recognize and probably show charity back Mm -hmm. and then after that you just you become friends or something yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. and we gotta we're not perfect and we Mm -hmm. gotta notice we we gotta recognize that too with charity Mm -hmm. and brotherly kindness we i know we kind of keep those together because they're pretty similar but one word that we all use a lot is if I offended you. I'm sorry. The best mm-hmm. thing to do is say, I'm sorry. Or sometimes even I'm sorry, I don't really care for because people are as always as a kid are told to say, I'm sorry. So when it's like, say you're sorry, it's like, I'm sorry, but you don't really That's mean not it. Good, yeah. If you mean it, you're going to say something like, would you please forgive me? I offended you. Mm-hmm. Recognizing what you did and asking for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's one way to have charity and love. The other way to have charity and love is being the person on the other side saying, yes, I do forgive you. Mm. Or even if they didn't offend you and they're still asking for your forgiveness, 
still say, I forgive you. And by the way, you really didn't offend me. Mm. So it's good to have charity or brotherly kindness on both sides of the situation. Yep. Mm. Very good. So does mm. that complete charity? It does say in uh, what I mentioned before, not meaning to, but it does say charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity and and vieth not. Charity vaunteth not. Itself is not puffed out. So that's that's a good description of what charity is. Yeah. It says not charity vaunteth not itself. So I think that means it, it giveth that's not. not yeah. It doesn't give back. Charity is something you don't give back. Vaunteth not itself is not puffed up. Hmm. Yeah, charity is really important. It says the grace of these is charity. And we are to love others more than ourselves and have charity yeah. towards other people. Christ gave the greatest example of that. Mm-hmm. And we are to love other people. Mm. That doesn't mean love the things more for other people. Yeah, right. That's having covetousness. It's mm-hmm. loving the person. Right, loving the person. And even if they are a sinner, we are to still love people the way yeah. they are. God loves them. He died on the cross for them. And uh, we are to love them no matter what, even though Christ loves us as a sinner. You know. And Kayla, what, you said you want to say something. Um, okay, I was messing with you. <laughs> the man of few words, Caleb, is. <laughs> yes. And he says everything with his eyes. <laughs> his eyes. Sign I know I'm doing something wrong with his eyes. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, so this has been really fun. I think that we've probably hit the end now, huh? Probably. Yep. Yeah. That's probably it. We were going to plan on talking about all kinds of stuff, and then we started talking. We started on this, and this ended up taking the whole hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. We'll have to talk hour. about. We'll have to save the other stuff to talk about. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah. have to save the other stuff to talk about. But I had this week off, so I was like really excited. I was like, oh, we've been, I've been wanting to come and talk about the Bible with you guys. But then it's been a long. It's just haven't had a good moment. And then I was like, oh, I got this week off. I could take time with that. We probably won't do Psalms 119 because if it took us an hour to do three verses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took us an hour. It was three verses, really? Yeah. An hour to take just three or four. Whoa. Three or four, yeah, somewhere around that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll let you close this off. Okay. All right. Well, probably. I usually. Okay, I guess we'll pray. I'll end this in prayer. Well, that was amazing. That was really fun. Thank you guys very much for your uh, giving me your mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Give me a piece of your mind. No, I'm kidding. Thank you for sharing, um, and thank you very much for this wonderful time. And uh, we are the four knights of the coffee table. <laughs> I love that. I like that, but you probably don't. Uh, <laughs> no. it's, it's kiddish, and you know, kiddish, and I'm supposed to be the adult here, and I'm one of the most uh, kiddish ones here. Oh, well. It is what it is, but uh, I think we had a good time. Uh, thank you guys very much. And uh, I think I really enjoyed this. It was really good. You know, yeah. My brother is not saying it, but he's giving me the eye. We need to be done. Yeah. So, all right. Well, and I'll lend us in some prayer, and we'll, uh, it is lunchtime, so that's also probably it, too. They're all, yeah, they're all saying something. All right. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, Lord. I thank you for this wonderful fellowship, Lord, with my brothers. And I thank you for the good time and your word we've had, Lord. And uh, we love so much. We love your word so much. And I pray, add all these things to our faith, Lord. I can't name them all, Lord, but, uh, and Lord, but I pray every single one of them. We pray in your word. Speak to us. Speak through us, Lord. And I pray, use us. Um, I pray we, we get to do this again. I pray open doors, Lord. And I pray help us have a good time. And uh, Lord, please bless the listeners and help us have a... Please bless them and help them have a good time. And I pray we spoke clearly, Lord, and that all of this was um, 
that this was going to be understandable for everybody, Lord, I pray. Help us to have a good time in your word, Lord, today, and help us to glorify your name today, Lord, and give you this day. Bless the food or abides, Lord, we, the food that we are going to have and get to. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Got, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I usually say goodbye and stuff Caleb's like that. Caleb's getting first. hungry. No. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I thought we were... I, you didn't find the food, the Bible right here edifying no, enough? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Getting, I get, just got full. So. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you just got full. Okay, yeah. yeah. The Bi- word of God is full. It says in Jeremiah, Jeremiah says the words of God are... Um, he eats them. Sweet to the taste, but yeah. bitter to the No, that was John. That's because he literally ate the Bible. <laughs> no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He literally in Revelation took, he ate the Bible. He says, "Sweet to the taste, but bitter to the stomach." Hmm. Well, Interesting. Actually, I'll have to look. Yeah. At never that. mind. Well, we won't. Get, we won't go any more goose trails, everybody. Yeah. All right. Hungry. God bless everybody. We're all say bye together. All say bye. God bless bye. everybody. God we'll be with you. you. Bye. Yeah.